Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Roundtable, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, peeps, we are discussing Game Boys Episode 10, Pass or Play. I will drop a link in the two. I will drop a link in the description to the English subtitled episode and the whole playlist so that you guys can just watch it if you want to. This episode is about Cairo and Gav actually finally meeting. It opens with Kyra and Gav the night before they're supposed to meet chatting because neither one of them can really sleep because they're too excited. I think this scene is kind of interesting and somewhat poignant because it really shows you where both of them are at in the relationship. Cairo is someone who's really hard to read. I'm looking forward to seeing him in season two when he's kind of more in his skin, he knows where Gav stands, he knows where he stands, and so he's not going to be quite as, what I would say, walled as he is in this season, because he's still unsure of himself, he's still unsure of Gavriel, he doesn't know where the two of them stand. In this opening scene, I really did like it, because Gav is just completely honest. I mean, with Gav, you really don't have to wonder what he's thinking, which is good in many ways, but can also be um, not so good in others. But in this episode, I think it was good because Gavriel's like, you know, we're going to meet. And then, you know, once this whole pandemic ends, we're going to make this work and we're going to be a couple. I'm finishing school before you. I'm going to graduate. I'm going to get a job. We'll, you know, have a nice house together. We'll get married in Taiwan, and then we will just be husbands and have a good life. And he's basically telling Cairo where he stands on the whole thing. And I think this is interesting that this is before they've even actually met. I mean, no offense, but I'm like, this is, this is interesting. You know, I think, you know, interesting is maybe a, a legal word according to Captain Fantastic, but I still think this was an interesting scene. And Kaiba's sitting there kind of going, you know, this is what he wants to hear, but he's also been burned because his supposed best friend basically turncoated on him and made his life a living hell. And so he's gone through all that recently. And so he's still a little hard about trusting people. The other thing that I really liked about this series, and this is not to offend anyone who's listening who likes BL drama. So I'm going to put that huge caveat here. And I don't really want to open this up to get any nasty letters, but I'm actually going to drop a link in the description to my favorite BL review channel where she discusses this or he discusses this, I don't know, in depth. But the one thing that I do not like about BL dramas, and particularly ones from Thailand, where, no offense, those are the ones I typically watch excessively. But anyway, I also like um, Taiwanese dramas that are BL, and also Korean, uh, they're getting better. Okay, I'm just going to put that there. They came out with Wish You Melody from Your Heart and um, Color Rush, and those were way, 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 way better than anything I'd seen before. So I'm just saying, they're getting up there. They're almost on par, not quite, but close. Color Rush really made me rethink my decision of how I felt about Korean BL drama. But anyway, the thing I do not like about the BL drama is that you have the couples calling each other husband and wife, which in Western culture is not considered... Uh, term of equality. And I think this is kind of sad too, in a way, because why do we consider the wife as a lesser than the husband? But this is what th one thing that really detracted me from a lot of the 
tie BL dramas when I was initially introduced to them because when they used that term, it wasn't meant to be rude or unkind to the couple, but it was either meant as a sexual reference or just kind of a the husband was better than the wife. And this was not something that I really liked personally. And, you know, I didn't think it needed to be necessary. I have since been informed, thanks to the wonderful YouTuber, who I will drop the link to her video in the description, that in Thailand, this is not always meant to offend a couple or if a couple's speaking to one another, this is not meant as a bad way to refer to one another. I think a good example of this would be in Tanhan Chanlati, where they're talking to each other and they call themselves hubby and wife. There is a term in Thai language that basically means um, spouse. And that's the kind of terms they're using. For Western viewers, this is a little disconcerting. I don't mean it weird, especially for ones not who have not been raised on BL drama and certainly not Thai BL drama. So it's like, you know, this is a new topic for me of this year. And the one thing I really did like about Game Boys is they completely did not, they did not even discuss that. They just said, we'll both be husbands and we'll be working and, you know, earning our living, having a house together. You know, that's what we're doing. And that's one thing I really liked about that because we did not have this huge verbal digression as most Thai BL drama series do. Some of the other ones, um, I'm not really familiar with Chinese BL drama. It's not really my thing. I tried to watch Addicted. I just was like, no, not for me. And I know there's some others out there as well. I've, yeah, it's just not my thing. I'm sure that other people really enjoy it, but I'm like, no, not really, not my thing. And I could digress onto why, but that would make this podcast longer and we don't need to do that right now. I'm actually going to do one on various countries, BL dramas, and what I think are the overriding themes of them, which I find interesting. And, you know, maybe you will too. But anyway, the thing I did like about this scene is they're basically equal terms. They're saying, you know, we're going to have a life together. And Cairo's like, you know, this is what I want to hear, but this is also something I'm not sure of because I haven't even really met Gabriel in real life. And, you know, I love the honesty and the complete unsureness of Cairo, even though, you know, he's not, I don't know, Gav is so open-hearted and likable, even though he can be a bit much sometimes, that you can't help liking him. Not You can't help liking him. But for Cairo, I kind of like him as well because he's got that wall and he has a reason for that wall. And I think that makes him a very interesting character. They do end up meeting um, after they finish talking. Cairo and him are talking as, they, as Gav is on the trip to meet him along with Pearl. They're doing a three-way. Suddenly the call cuts. They think maybe Gav had an accident. Really what happened was he had a tire that um, got loose or had a, he had to change a tire. So he changes the tire and Cairo decides to go take a nap because he couldn't sleep the night before. And so he oversleeps and Pearl calls him and says, Gav is ready to meet you. Where are you? And so he hurries. He calls his brother to try to get the car. His brother's in a huge waiting line trying to get groceries during COVID. And he says, you know, I'll be back as soon as I can, but I can't leave the line with our groceries. And so Pearl actually comes and picks up Cairo takes him to go meet Gav and they meet for the first time. This scene was a little, um, I'm not really into mushy scenes. That's one reason I really appreciate BL drama, to be quite entirely honest. But this scene was a little um, 
mushy for my taste, but I still kind of liked it because you're going, you know, they have never met up. They don't know how they're going to react in person. I know for like my friends who've known me for years, a lot of them live in other countries. So we really don't meet very often. And because of that, it's like, you know, when you meet them, even after being away for a while, you have a bit of a hesitancy in person that you maybe don't have when you've been talking to them on the phone for like, you know, an hour or so. So it's like, you know, there is a bit of hesitancy. And the thing I thought this episode brought up was with Cameron Gav, they were able to just go, we're meeting in person. It really hasn't changed anything from when we're meeting online. And this might actually work as a relationship. And I think that's what kind of made this episode interesting. Also, Gavriel decided he wanted to make a hug machine. So he made basically a plastic um, thing. I don't know what you call it, like a wall with gloves, arms, so that you don't touch anyone because of COVID. And they basically hugged one another through that machine, which was very interesting. I mean, he's a man of many talents. That's what we put it. So anyway, that was interesting. By the end of this episode, um, oops. Hi, peeps. Little addendum here. I went a little ahead of myself. The um, hug machine that Gavriel made is actually in the next episode. I do apologize about that. But the rest of this episode is completely correct, and I'm not re-recording it. So, yeah, it's late, and I've cooked up a lot of chicken liver. That's all I'm saying. So with that, check it at the round table. Bye!